in case you missed it on Newsbreak. As we know, some of the more difficult parts of survivors of gender-based violence attaining justice has been how they are dealt with from the point at which they have to report that they've been violated and assaulted to the SAPS all the way through to providing testimony within courtroom settings. It places a disproportionate burden on an already victimized and emotionally tender survivor. And so what I see this legislation as doing is assisting to overcome some of those barriers. Making sure a victim can obtain a protection order immediately is important. Making sure that this can be done without the need for an in-person appearance is significant. The fact that uh, prosecutors have to state their reasons on record where they choose to not proceed with a prosecution, I think is key. Making provision for the use of intermediaries for children and people with mental disabilities, I think is important. Sometimes defense attorneys are hostile in the way that they uh, cross-examine uh, such witnesses. So the use of intermediaries, I think, is an important one. South Africa's always had very impressive legislation and laws mm. and policies in place. However, legislation does not always translate to effective implementation on the ground. How do mm. we bridge that gap to ensure that these legislation that has been signed into law by the president will actually be implemented at a very grassroots level? I think it's twofold. The fact that such members can be held accountable if they don't act in keeping with the provisions of the new legislation, I think is important. But secondly, if you recall, this legislation has come about as a result of significant civil society mobilization and pressure means that we understand the importance of doing a lot of work to ensure that Uh, Victims and survivors are aware of their rights. Institutions are aware of their responsibilities. Pillar 3 of the National Strategic Plan on Gender-Based Violence is, in fact, about ensuring that the judicial system is victim-centric. So we will reinforce this at every turn. You mentioned your organization, and perhaps let's Mm. just turn our attention a little to that organization, which uh, was started by the president himself as a response to gender-based violence and femicide. Can you give us an idea as to, firstly, how much money has this fund raised? What has it been used for in less than a year? The other reason this legislation is heartening is that it comes in the anniversary week of the launch of the fund. The fund was launched on the 4th of February, 2021. And in that time, pledges were made to the fund to enable the fund to deliver on its mandate. In November of last year, the board approved the payment of 69 million to 110 community-based organizations across the country um, who are working to ensure that programs around gender-based violence are run as well as access to justice. So we focus on pillars two and three of the National Strategic Plan. Even as we speak, we're in the process of making payments to those grant recipients um, to facilitate the work that is happening on the ground. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.